Good morning everybody, I hope you're finding plenty to do in these strange times ahead. I want to talk about a bird now that really divides the generations. If, if you're anywhere near my age then you, you'll know exactly what this bird is. It'll be as recognisable as a, a robin or a, a blackbird or, or a house sparrow. It, it's just one of those things we were brought up knowing. And it's been really interesting recently to observe that there's a, a generation younger than us who aren't quite as familiar with the blue tit. And I think I might be able to explain why that is the case. As a child of the 60s and 70s, I was brought up on full fat milk. The milk was delivered to our house every day by a milkman. Always a milkman, even if she was technically a milkwoman. Such were the times. I think this is how I adapted to being an early riser. The first one up would need to get the milk in. It was always delivered before anyone got up. Then the moral dilemma, to shake or not to shake. I've got to be honest, I would regularly pour the cream which had risen to the top onto my cereal, then make a measly effort to shake what was left. Mum always knew if I'd shaken or not, and I regularly got a scolding that my teenage self could happily cope with. Now, there was another risk to our cream, blue tits. Oh, my heart would sink if I was up early and determined for the cream, only to get there and find that bloody bird had beaten me to it. Many people's memories of blue tits are as the bird that stole the cream. I'm presuming everybody knows what a blue tit is, but I shouldn't. It was only last year when a friend of a friend looking out of a window in their workplace asked what that amazing blue and yellow bird was. Her thinking being, because of its exotic colours, it must be rare. Wait till she sees a goldfinch. I think it was John, George Monbiot in Ferrell who talked about shifting baselines, different levels of knowledge about nature in successive generations. We now have generations that haven't had milk delivered to the door and therefore have never noticed the blue tit. So remember that what is normal for you as a kid may seem like normal for the rest of your life, which means we have a generation or two that don't know the blue tit. I suppose being generous, that could partly be down to the fact that the bird is as yellow, black and white as it is blue. You must have them in your garden, if you have a garden. They get reported as 100% present in the RSPB's Great Garden Bird Watch every January. The blue tits are with us all year round. They will use your nesting boxes and they will eat the seed you put out. They are common across the UK and Ireland, with the exception of Orkney and Shetland. Isn't as widespread as a great tit, but it still appears right across Europe as far as Turkey and down to the North African coast. The blue tit's favoured habitat is broadleaf woodland, and you'll frequently still see them there, but the food we put out and the nesting boxes we provide have helped them to adapt to garden living. We think blue tit numbers are on the increase, they certainly are in gardens, and the Great British Birdwatch frequently has blue tits in the top three most seen birds. It's a top 10 bird overall and it's probably around 7th in the most populous birds with about 2.5 million of them. By and large, blue tits don't travel far. The vast majority of them stay in the same locality all their lives. The biggest danger they face is predation by domestic cats. They will rove around their home patch and their patch will be bigger than just your garden. There will be many different blue tits visiting your feeders through the day as they rove around their neighbourhoods. From February, the blue tits will be on the lookout for good nesting sites. 
It's the female that eventually does all the building work though, and in March they will eat and eat as much as they can. They'll really enjoy your suet balls at this time of year. The breeding season for blue tits then starts in April. Unlike many of our garden birds, they will typically only have one brood per year. They have a large brood, and up to 19 eggs have been spotted in one nest. Typically though, it's between 8 and 13. It's a tough start for the little birds, a lot of competition in that nest and about 20% are dead within a month. The parent birds have to work extremely hard to feed such a large brood. Each chick can eat up to 100 caterpillars in a day. Therefore, a brood of 10 chicks needs 1,000 caterpillars. With so much food being consumed, waste is produced. Fortunately, the blue ticks poo in a bag and these fecal sacs are removed by the parents as part of a round trip. Good bird to have in your garden to eat pests. The female and blue female female and male blue tit do look very similar. The male is slightly brighter, and as they age, with each age they molt, each time they molt, they will get a little brighter. If you notice the brightest coloured blue tit in your garden, it's possibly the eldest male. Its lifespan is generally up to three years long, but remarkably, one bird has been recovered at 21 years old. Must have been a very brightly coloured one. Thank you for listening. I look forward to my next episode. Have a good day.